Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. Calm outings for HSP parents and children. Hi there, I'm Amy Laginus, the founder of HighlySensitiveParenthood.com, an online resource center for highly sensitive parents and HSP kids. This week I'm going to be talking about calm outings for HSP parents and children. So last week I explored a little bit about why birthday parties and um, like intense outings are so difficult for highly sensitive parents and also highly sensitive kids. Um, And it got me thinking about the pressure that we put on ourselves or the pressure that we feel as parents to kind of do these like big outings or these big parties, um, even when they are really taxing for us or maybe not even ideal for our kids if they are highly sensitive. So of course, we still wanna have fun. We still want to explore as highly sensitive parents, people, kids, Um, but our version of fun or our frequency of what we do might look a little bit different from parents or kids who are not highly sensitive. So this week, let's look at some practical ideas. Let's just kind of spark your imagination about what it might look like to connect with your child or to have some calm outings with your child that won't feel too draining or overwhelming, that'll be fun, foster connection, build memories, um, but not tax our nervous systems too much. So I have, let's see, about six different ideas here, and I always will welcome your input as well. Maybe you have some really great ideas about what works for you and your family, and I'd love for you to share those in the comments. Um, but I'm going to just share the six that um, that I'm suggesting to you just as a starting point and take what works for you and leave the rest. So the first idea I have for you is just a neighborhood walk. Um, Sometimes getting your bags packed, getting the kids in a car, navigating traffic, um, and then doing the whole exact thing in reverse is just too much. So give yourself permission to get out and about in your neighborhood. Um, This could be a walk or a stroll or a bike ride around your house. I know for some of you, if you live in a cold climate or a really hot climate, um, this might not be accessible to you year round, but it might be more of the year than you initially are thinking. So um, think about just getting out of the house, getting some fresh air as a perfectly reasonable outing for the day. Um, And going by yourself if you'd like, or going with a friend, if you have a friend in the neighborhood that you like to walk around with. The second idea for you is a picnic. So picnicking in the park or um, at the beach or somewhere that Um, you and your family love, it literally could just be your backyard or your patio. We've had picnics on our patio before. So again, it doesn't even need to be like getting in the car and driving to a destination. It could just be um, picnic in your basement. Like it, it really doesn't matter, but kind of doing something a little out of the ordinary doesn't need to take a huge amount of effort, but it feels, feels kind of special. So I know my kids, um, especially my older boy loves to like select things to put in the picnic basket or bag. Um, 
and just doing something special. If you're outdoors, it's a great way to connect with nature, which is really beneficial for people in general, but especially highly sensitive people. Um, nature tends to be a wonderful resource for renewal and just feeling good in our bodies and our minds. So um, getting outside if you can, or even just sitting by a window can be lovely. The third uh, idea I have for you for a calm adding is botanical gardens or regional parks. Um, you'll notice a theme of I just like going to outdoor places. I think in general they are less crazy and crowded and, and echoey than like a like a museum or something like that. So that's why I tend to to steer towards those for highly sensitive parents like myself. Um, but I really like botanical gardens or regional parks for being relatively uncrowded. Um, usually they're large, like a regional park is going to be bigger than like a playground, um, but lots of space. Uh, they're re relatively accessible in terms of parking, usually um, relatively calm, but still enjoyable for kids. So for example, the San Diego Botanical Garden um, near me, they do have kids areas, but it's never as crazy as like Legoland or SeaWorld or something like that, that would just be like wild. Um, so see if you have those near you. In a similar vein, the fourth idea I have for you is zoos or children's museums. Now I will say that these can get really chaotic on the weekends. Um, so, and I, I do, I work and my husband works um, full time. So I don't often get the chance to visit them during the weekdays anymore, but, um, and I go on weekends and I just kind of suck it up and go for a shorter amount of time if I do want to go to the zoo or the children's museum or find quieter pockets to to enjoy. Um, so don't write them off even if you can only get to them during crowded times. But if you um, are finding yourself interested in visiting a zoo or a children's museum, check it out and see if uh, maybe that's a good fit for you and your kid. And maybe it's something that you just do every so often when you're feeling like you have the resources to do so um, in terms of your your nervous system. Let's see, number five is libraries. So I love libraries because they are free, they are accessible to all. Um, I love to read, it's a great activity for a lot of us HSPs. Um, and some even offer children's activities or story times or um, reading challenges. So those can be really lovely um, if you're looking for an outdoor or not outdoor activity, um, either during the cold or the really hot months, usually they're temperature controlled. So um you can enjoy going to the library so you can also just sit at home with your kid and read if that's if that's what you're feeling that day but it can be fun to kind of go check out some new books and see if they have any programs on number six is just staying at home so this seems really simple but giving yourself permission to not take an outing uh some days we have more inner resources than others um that is true for humans in general and it's definitely true for hsps and one of the best things that we can do for ourselves and for our kids is to honor when we or when our child is feeling like we just need downtime, is to really listen to ourselves and to not put pressure on us to go out and do something. Um, it is perfectly reasonable to, let's say, only take one outing a week or less. It doesn't it doesn't make you a better parent to take more outings. I'm just gonna put that out there. I think you know it, but I think a lot of us have internalized like, oh, good parents are like enriching their child's lives by doing all these different things. Sometimes what's best for us is just to stay at home, um, to cuddle, to have a quiet evening or a quiet day with our kid, to cuddle up, to nap, to watch something together, to play a game, to read, 
to do some art. Um, so there's always things that you can do at home. Um, even the picnic idea I had earlier that are relatively simple, but just offer a space of connection, offer a space of creativity um, and peace for you and your child. And really that's what outings are for is, you know, connection, exploration, joy, calm, and a lot of those things can be accomplished at home as well as out and about. So I'd love to hear about your ideas. What are your favorite outings as a family or with you or your highly sensitive child um, or for you as a highly sensitive parent? What works for you? What maybe doesn't work for you? Um, drop it in the comments below. And you can always check out my resources page on HighlySensitiveParenthood.com for more uh, ideas on how to support your highly sensitive child. I have a couple of online courses there for supporting your HSP child or for yourself if you are a highly sensitive parent. Um, how do you take care of yourself? So a lot of us miss that. We just are thinking about parenting and how am I parenting right or, that, or wrong or whatever. And we miss out on really attending to our own needs. So the Highly Sensitive Parenthood course is the course that started it all for me. That was really my passion project um, when I started Highly Sensitive Parenthood. So I encourage you to check that out if you are looking for um, a little bit more support and reflection around you, yourself as a human, as a parent. Um, and you can find that and uh, lots of other resources at HighlySensitiveParenthood.com. All right. Hope this was helpful for you. Would love to hear your thoughts and take care. Thanks for joining us on the Highly Sensitive Parenthood podcast. For more resources, including our blog, toolkit, and online course for highly sensitive parents, visit HighlySensitiveParenthood.com.